This week's episode of Greetings from Storybrooke is brought to you by Audible.com. Get a free audiobook download at www.audibletrial.com slash storybrooke. Over 100,000 titles to choose from for your iPhone, Android, Kindle, or MP3 player. Again, that link is audibletrial.com slash storybrooke. Dinner at Granny's? Can I drive? No. no. Well, I guess I'll leave you guys to it. You're not coming? Another time. Perhaps. All right, well, if you change your mind, you know where we'll be. And Killian, whatever happened this past year, whatever you're not telling me, I don't care. I'm tired of living in the past. I know how you feel. Greetings from Storybrooke. I'm Bill Meeks. And I'm Anne-Marie DeSimone. And this is a podcast that's going to relieve you of that chest full of gold. Oh my goodness. We also talk about ABC's <laughs> hit series, Once Upon a Time. How are you doing, Anne-Marie? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. A little tired. A little still. tired? Yeah. From th- what? Our hangout this weekend, of course. Psh, I was highly caffeinated. I was good. I was highly I was feeling good on that magic juice. But then I had to stay up until 3 o'clock putting out 15 million versions of it. <laughs> <laughs> Darn uh, you for being a nice guy. If, if any of you out there missed it, uh, we did a big uh, Google Hangout wrap-up of uh, Once Upon a Time in Wonderland this weekend. whole bunch of great people. Jeff mm-hmm. and Colleen from a Once Upon a Time fan podcast. I hope I got that right. Uh, or no, it's just Once Upon a Time podcast, maybe. I don't really... I'm, I'm completely blanking. I'm really Sorry about that, that Jeff and Colleen. I, and uh, Daniel from uh, Once, Once Podcast, Podcast and Hope and Win and Amy, Amy and, and Patty and Patty and, and Bobby, Bobby from Bradington. Bobby, Bobby from Bradington. Anyway, it's all really good stuff. If you want to, uh, just go to greetingsfromstorybrook.com. There's links right up on the front page or just go to the show notes for this episode. And I have a few links in there as well. But we had a great time doing it. It ended up being like two hours. It was amazing, though. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It, it, it was amazing. We we all had a blast, so hopefully... I know. Hopefully we were not boring. I don't yeah. really... I, t- I, I was making faces at people the whole time. <laughs> giving but, uh, virtual high fives with Hope. You know, definitely check that out. And we, 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 towards the end of the episode, Hope asked us about it. And yeah, we'll probably try and figure out some ways to do some, some live some stuff like that again. Because that was a lot of fun. It was so much fun. A lot of fun. I, I, it gave a whole new energy to the show. I actually feel a little bit even more energized coming into tonight. Oh, very nice. Very nice. Well, I, I'm sure our listeners are glad to hear that. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> you don't want me to fall asleep recording a podcast? I, well, I I might, but uh, you know I can't say I can't speak for them out there in in Radio Land. <laughs> radio Land. Radio Land. This is radio, right? Oh, silly. Okay. If, if this isn't going out on radio, why are we even doing? Wait, it's the internet. The internet. I don't trust the internet. Why don't we go ahead and talk about? I'm going to go ahead and do the rhyme. Okay. Okay. Rhyme it up. <clears throat> Ariel's back and on the hunt for her prince. With Hook on her side, victory seems a cinch. In the year gone, he hurts and betrays her. Back in the present, a a charmed cloak only sprays her. Regina takes Emma to teach her some spells. Queen's ready to put this savior through hell. Ariel's unmasked as the friendly mermaid, and she cast a curse to see Emma betrayed. Hook loves her so much that he mustn't that he mustn't snog her all in this week's episode jolly roger so with a needle and thread a doe <laughs> a deer a female deer 
Ray. No, what did you think of this episode overall, Amory? It was really, really slow. A little bit. A little bit. But we learned some good things now. Okay, okay, okay. Pulling back from the sound of music. I, are, are you, uh, oh, who was on the NBC sound of music a couple months ago? Taylor Swift or something? Or oh, gosh, no. Carrie Underwood? Carrie Underwood. I like okay. her. Uh, but no, what did you think of the episode? Um, it was good. Uh, you know, not the greatest episode. Mm-hmm. I, it was nice. It was nice seeing some of what happened in the last year. Yeah. Uh, I mean, really, that was the main devotion I felt. Or at least we got a big chunk of what happened to Hook after he left them right. in the field. And the thing that gets me is that was the nine months ago. There's still a lot of time that's unaccounted for. Mm-hmm. So, because it even said nine months later. Dun, dun, dun. Baby crib. Baby. Um, <laughs> no, but I, 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 I liked it, too. It was, again, one of those breather episodes. I didn't want a breather. Yeah. But uh, I'm sure they... No, no, I got nothing. Plus, uh, I, well, yeah, I mean, we'll, we'll get into talking about the full episode here in a second. But uh, I, I don't know, maybe, you know, depending on what's going to happen with Hook, maybe uh, this was his, his bon swan voyage. Song. His as swan a- song. Oh, oh, snap. Okay, uh, we're going to start off. And I know people are expecting me being a, a Captain Swan and everything to lead with Hook. I'm not going to do it. Mm-hmm. Absolutely kind not going to do it. Oh well, there's there's a sub point about there's it. A okay, uh, I really really enjoyed Grandma and Grandpa Charming trying to be cool to the kids, and I was really <laughs> really bored by Grandma and Grandpa Charming. It, it, I, okay, I have always loved them, and I sorry, I'm not going to mm-hmm. do it. Um, but they've been boring me lately. Well, I mean, I know she can't really jump around and do things. Yeah, they can't really put them in action-intensive scenes. Well, uh, David to a degree. Yeah. And they're, I mean, I guess he kind of was taking his life into his hands in that truck. <laughs> oh, but, yeah. like, there was no teaching. There was, here, drive the truck down the road. <laughs> Did you notice that uh, right before he, like, spun out, there was a slippery when wet sign right mm-hmm. in the back? Was there? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. And then, you know, they they show it, the truck turning the corner, you see the sign in the background then they come out to a full shot and you can see the grounds wet and everything nice and then he skids out good so job I, grandpa charming i thought that was cool how they set it up yeah i thoroughly enjoyed their bonding over sword fighting much more yeah and this actually this felt uh, very reminiscent of that scene yeah that's what he was going for he was going for the bonding and all that but mm-hmm. but it's no stealing a ship from from storybrook bay no. Storybrook Bay. Storybrook Bay. Uh, but uh, I, uh, you know, I can see why Henry, uh, even though he, he seemed to enjoy the uh, knocking over the mailbox and everything. Yeah, the poor mailbox. Why he's taking to Hook so much. Like Regina said, you know, what about Hook would make a tw- would a 12-year-old boy not like? Right. Yeah. It, you it's, know, uh, I, I'm throw- a 30-year-old woman and I'd rather <laughs> hang out with Hook. <laughs> teaching him how to throw loaded die and No, he was like, you just have... He's like, I'm pretty sure that's cheating. Only if you get caught. Nope, nope. Pretty sure that's still cheating. So, see, actually, when I first watched the episode, mm-hmm. I thought he said only if you don't get caught. And I was like, what's that supposed to mean? I don't understand. But then, yeah, I, I caught that I was wrong mm-hmm. on my second watch through. One thing I was kind of wondering though, mm-hmm. why weren't why weren't they just hanging out and staying in the where in they the were safe? apartment with the protection spell? Yeah, I don't know. 
Like why? Why? Uh, well, I guess you know, to to some degree, Emma is trying to protect Henry so she can go back right. after it's all over with. So she doesn't want to be like you have to stay in this apartment because there's a protection spell, and she knows he wants to go and hang out with Hook and everything. Right. I think that's really they ventured out just to get him. Mm-hmm. I don't. Yeah. I'd have stayed. She should have stayed in the apartment. Yeah. Because it's really it's the baby mm-hmm. that is the. The trigger, if you will. You know what I, I have to say uh, before uh, you move on to your first point. Mm-hmm. I, um, we're recording in a new room now. I moved mm-hmm. my office over to another room. It's a little odd. Yeah, you saw it in the hangout uh, the other night if you watched it, but uh, it, well, you just saw blue screen. You behind saw a blue us. screen behind us. But the, the way we're positioned now, before it was kind of at an angle, and Amory was like half behind a monitor. I was behind. No, I was behind a monitor. I was behind a curtain. I yeah. should have been in another room, and I couldn't really. Angle towards you so but and now he's like staring at me yeah now and it's I'm fa- a little creepy i'm not gonna lie now, now i just have to do creepy eyes the rest of the episode oh, <laughs> no. i can i can mess with you but go ahead and move on oh. to your point okay well my point was that it's really nice to see smee and them back mm-hmm, mm-hmm. i didn't think we were ever gonna see smee again yeah because he was turned into a rat which many jokes on that so oh, yeah. props I, I figured he was gonna get caught by a storybrook cat or something something like some uh, boots um, but but they don't have their memories. Mm-hmm. Literally, one person has memories, and that's Hook. Yeah, which says How? says to me that he didn't come over via since he didn't come over via curse. Mm-hmm. It was okay because I I don't know if they it's been outright stated because I've seen people speculating on it, mm-hmm. but I'm pretty sure it was implied that he took the Jolly Roger to New York to get Emma right. That was that was. I don't remember the use of the Jolly Roger, but yeah. It, well, that was that was my. That would explain how he got there. That was my inference, anyway, and it also explains, you know, where the Jolly Roger is now. True. In New York Harbor, because they couldn't really New York put Bay. Henry on it. Yeah. Hmm. <laughs> um. But I almost want to disagree a little bit. Kind mm-hmm. of. I think he intentionally has his memories mm-hmm. that he was excluded from the curse. Like, like towards it the was purpose, built in, yes. Because well, we see how the wicked witch is using him now. Yeah, she obviously already knew all that crap. Do you think maybe she could have taken you know some memories from him? I mean, of course it's possible. The woman's ridiculously powerful. <laughs> um, but no, but yeah, it definitely I, seemed like she she had sh- been grooming him or like kind of you mm-hmm. know finding how best to use him on her chessboard. Right, and. What if she sent him for Emma or told him to go get Emma? Because he was basically sent with one memory potion. Mm -hmm. Who did she have? Who knows how to make memory potions? She had Gold, who is the maker. Slash Neil. Right. Who is the maker of the memory potions. Real. We'll call him. Rumple Neil. Real. He's real. (laughs) Keeping him real, man. Um, So she could have made him make the memory potion for her oh definitely and you know this sort of can even go with your whole hook thing mm-hmm. or not hook neil thing because technically she was controlling neil too almost mm-hmm. so whatever the note or whatever could have been written while rumple was neil yeah yeah so it, it kind of can all work together mm-hmm. And they, obviously the big piece of the puzzle that's still missing is what happened between where she picked up Rumpelneel 
and uh, real and, you know, showed up in Storybrooke. Right. So that's the big missing piece. We don't know what she did with him during that whole time. I'm or, scared. Yeah, it, it could be scary. Mm-hmm. Could, could There's be. lots of evil. <laughs> lots of evil. But I I think he was intentionally left out of the curse. Mm-hmm. Because we've always, we've yeah, we've said you know he's, he was wandering, he was doing this, he was doing that. No, mm-hmm. no, I think he was excluded to serve a purpose. Yeah, I, one thing I find kind of interesting with the way they're uh, doing the Wicked Witch in this mm-hmm. is that we- Rumple uh, was kind of that way too, to where he was like a chess master, thinking three steps ahead, mm-hmm. making someone do something so the next day someone would do something in reaction to that without realizing it. Mm-hmm. But it, it was never like on the page. Uh, the chess game he was playing. Mm-hmm. It, it was all in the subtext. With the Wicked Witch, the chess game is all out there. Oh, yeah. And I, I mean, we, we know, uh, I, I might have brought this up a little bit later, uh, but we know that uh, she kind of sees Emma as the wild card and she can't touch her, so she has to get her off I don't the know board if this some is a way. wild card. Well, yeah, per se. Like, I mean, I, I think she thinks that Emma's the one person who could beat her. Yeah, who could who could come That's in. That's what it is. Is she scared her. of Emma's powers? She could probably mm-hmm. sense them. Yeah, because Emma's powered by plot, and she's the good guy. And oh yeah, there's so. that. So, so it should should be interesting though. Uh, mm-hmm. We we did get to meet a new character. I like uh, a new character. And, and say goodbye all on the same episode. Oh, hello. Goodbye. Uh, to Blackbeard, uh, which I, I I found Blackbeard okay. Um, yeah. Yeah, he. I I mean, he. The he, story was good. Mm-hmm. Could have been Joe Schmo Pirate though. Didn't have to be Blackbeard. Yeah, especially. I think with that was just for a recognition thing. Yeah. You know, sort of like Rapunzel. That didn't have to be Rapunzel. That could have been mm-hmm. random damsel in distress. Yeah, and it, it seemed like the actor who played back Blackbeard was uh, kind of tapping a little uh, Captain Jack Sparrow a little too. See, and I was seeing cartoon Captain Hook. Were you? Oh, yeah. If you look you know, at the silhouette, mm-hmm. he had the long curly hair. He had the <laughs> red jacket. I was like, I'm watching Peter mm-hmm. Pan right now. I, I, I can see that too. Except I that, see that Hook too. was kind of like Rufio. <laughs> No, Hook was just obsessed with uh, getting the ship back. No, Hook was obsessed with proving that he wasn't weak. Yeah, and he was using the ship as that vessel. Yeah, I, I kind of, I kind of took the ship to kind of be a Emma replacement. Yeah, yes. an Emma replacement too. Absolutely. Kind of the way, especially the way he was talking with her yeah. about the ship uh, mm-hmm. to Smee and everything uh, right before they went out to hunt down Blackbeard. But uh, I have to say, as a fan of uh, sword fight uh, sequences, mm-hmm. I great sword fight. I thought sequence. it was a fantastic sword fight. Yeah, it, like I uh, beat. Or easily equaled anything I ever saw, and probably my favorite sword fighting show ever, The New Adventures of Zorro from back in the 90s on the Family Channel. Uh, but uh, just really good sword sword fight, and uh, you, you know, with all the swinging and the curtains falling and stuff, right? Uh, on a TV budget, that's pretty, that's pretty impressive, good. yeah, definitely. That's pretty good. No, I really liked, I liked, um, Hook looked like he was having fun with it, mm-hmm. he looked alive in that fight, yeah, and like. I don't know. It sounds weird to say, but like when they were just like tap, like the at the very beginning before they really, you know, mm-hmm. he was just, had this like smile, <laughs> and I don't know the personality behind it. I really mm-hmm. liked the sword fight. Well, really it, liked it. It really, it's the first real pirating he's got to do in thirty some years, unless you count land pirating. You know, because they oh, were land, land pirating. <laughs> 
We roll through the plains in a carriage of wood. They didn't even have a carriage. No, they didn't. No. They had three people running around a forest lighting <laughs> things to act like they had an army. That was actually – that kind of reminded me of like a Lost Boy tactic almost. It was a Lost Boy and it also reminded me of Robin Hood. Mm-hmm. Very Robin Hood scene. Yeah, that's something else I was thinking was, you know, hopefully, you know, Hook survives everything and makes it through the season oh, intact. Oh, God, if they kill him off too. Yeah, that'd be rough. But I, I think uh, – yeah, that'd be rough. Who cares? Let's get back to my point. <laughs> no, but I, I think it would be interesting to have you know him team up with Robin Hood since he obviously doesn't want to hang out with Smee and the rest anymore. No, he. Hey, I don't think it's necessarily that he doesn't want to hang out with them. It's, he's in a different place right now. Mm-hmm. He's trying to become a family man. A non-pirate place. A non-pirate place. Though uh, I'm always a pirate, I'll always be a pirate, blah, 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 blah. No, you won't. No, no. Not so much. Although that... uh, You want to be a daddy. I'm looking uh, here. I don't think we brought this up specifically elsewhere. Is there a second page here? Yes. Oh, okay. No, we didn't. Um, I thought that was a very piratey decision he made there at the end uh, when Blackbeard kind of gave him the ultimatum Mm -hmm. of uh, whether he wanted to get Eric's location or he wanted his ship back. Like, that's, that's actually probably the worst thing morally that Hook's done in the show. But, I mean, he paid for it. Oh, he paid for it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Yeah, with kind of a – yeah, I'm I'm trying to remember because I know I put this on my notes. I don't know if – yeah, I'll bring that up later. Okay. (laughs) I know, but uh, it it was uh, interesting to see too, especially, you know, as I said, I'm a Captain Swan. And uh, it it, it was just – it was the first time I felt conflicted about a moral choice Hook made. Like where – I, I, I mean, he's made other kind of like morally questionable decisions in the past, but they've usually been justified for so, like his whole vendetta against Rumple. Rumple killed Mila, right. and he didn't like take Mila from Hook or uh, from a uh, Rumple. Right. Uh, Mila left Rumple for Hook. Willingly. You know? Right. I, I actually was not even remotely surprised by his decision. Really? Not at all. I mean, they'd set it up so much with him emphasizing mm-hmm. that he's a pirate, he's a pirate, he's a pirate. I've, yeah. heard you're, I've heard you're soft, I heard da-da-da-da, whatever. And he was trying to kind of reclaim that identity. Right. Um, and I, it, he didn't really have that much of a connection with Ariel. He had no mm-hmm. real reason to help her. Yeah, besides that Being pirate a, code thing that she put right. out of nowhere. Yeah, I was like, what is up with this? Pirates of the Caribbean. <laughs> so yeah, that's I was waiting for Parley! <laughs> um, sorry. Uh, so, yeah. I don't know. I no, wasn't. It, I wasn't terribly surprised, nor was I actually upset. I, I I wouldn't be surprised though if that decision that he made doesn't end up being part of the reason why him and the rest of his pirate crew parted ways somewhere along the way. Like, because I mean, even Zelina used that uh, against him, that piece of his past against him, because she knew he was carrying a ton of guilt about it. Right. So uh, it'll just be interesting to see uh, how that plays out once they fill in the rest of his year, you know. Um, Hold on. We're going to go off of that here. I'm just making sure I didn't write this down. Do, 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 do. Oh, no. Comedy. It's actually my next point. Zelina does an amazing aerial impression. Like, amazing. (laughs) There wasn't any point, even though I should have guessed it, that I guessed it. See, now, me... I actually had a couple moments in my rewatch where I thought, oh, well, I sh- in your rewatch, you know, it's coming. Yeah. That's, yeah, that's kind true. of your I was looking for them. Mm-hmm. 
I, I'm trying to – well, f- for one, like I thought it was weird that she showed up and no one even questioned it even though you know they're dealing with the Wicked Witch and she's a redhead uh, <laughs> just like Ariel. Right, because that was <laughs> – that, that makes a difference with totally transformation spells. Right. I No, but I, I was just kind of uh, interested as to why no one questioned her a, a, a little bit or you know scrutinized her just a little bit more. And then she mentioned that uh, she knew about uh, – Whatchamacallit, she knew uh, the Wicked Witch had Rumple, and it hadn't been mentioned to her in the episode at all yet. And she she claimed to have left Storybrooke to go find Eric right after the curse hit, which is before anyone knew the witch had Rumple or that the witch was around. Interesting. Well, they told her about the witch. When did they tell her about the witch? On well, the beach. they told her about the witch, but I don't know about the Rumple thing. They didn't tell her, at least on on camera anyway. They didn't tell her right. Okay, that would be the only thing then that I mm-hmm. can see, but. She had all the phrases, the isms, the movements, mm-hmm. everything. It's like she was stalking her. Well, yeah, the the witch is taken to stalking or at least uh, hiring out monkeys, outsourcing it to her, right. um, her monkeys. I think she – these monkeys are everywhere, I think, and we just mm-hmm. don't see them because how did she know so much about Hook too? Yeah, well, she's, she even says to Hook that, you know, she has monkeys everywhere. <laughs> right. Oh, I'd like to make him the monkey's breakfast. Oh, yeah. Ouch. That's, Poor Henry. I don't know. Uh, Henry Hash. Just a few short months ago, the fan base might have been like, huzzah. I'm oh, also sure. But I, I, I think the the fan base overall has kind of come come around on Henry a little bit. This well, new, no, we kind of feel bad for hip, him. Well, the new hip savvy New York Henry. And he's like, look, electronics. Do, 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 do. <laughs> um, but yeah, I don't know. It feels, I mean, she really, I thought she did a very good aerial impersonation. Mm-hmm. So, ta-da. But one thing they kind of uh, touched on a couple times in this episode was the range of – well, not just the original curse now, but the secondary curse that they're under The multi – yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, it, it seemed like Blackbeard and, you know, those various bars they went to uh, in the in the year past uh, timeline and everything, mm-hmm. it seemed like they were – they were, you know, back to regular business levels, both pirating and, you know, swilling mm-hmm. or sending out beer, uh, giving people beer or whatever. Like, I, I just wonder, does that – that kind of says to me that the, the range of the curse was actually pretty limited. Probably I like – it was, again, it was selective. Yeah. She chose who she wanted to bring to Storybrooke. She chose mm-hmm. who she needed to bring to Storybrooke. But I, you think even with the first curse? The original? Mm-hmm. The OG curse. Um, the Dark One curse. Uh, no, no. Pretty sure that one was a blanket. Um, well, it just seemed like, you know, after they returned from the curse and everything, it, it, it seemed like certain parts of the world, Eric, specifically the ones that Hook was in, in this episode, they, they, they're just like fully functional. You, I mean, I need you maps. Know, 30 years, buildings would collapse. Uh, Back then, yeah. This, that, and the other. And then they also mentioned that Eric's Island was out of the range of the curse. Right. Yeah, that was... Uh, so so I just wonder... It, but then like, again, that's Magical Waters. So there's mm-hmm. that whole, where does that cross? Yeah. But I, I, I always assume that, you know, when they said the Enchanted Forest, they were basically talking about the known world. Right. Uh, but I, I guess it was smaller than that. Probably like, if you, if you think of, you know, the fairy tale land world as like, say, Europe, 
Mm. Uh, you know, the Enchanted Forest is probably just like a s- small like – It's like Germany. Yeah, it's like Germany or Ireland or something like that. Just a small a section of, a of it. <laughs> Germany and Ireland. Is there? Yeah. I don't bit. know. I've never tried to put one in the other. Uh, but, you know, I, I just uh, thought it was interesting. I'm go. Um, <laughs> no, I – okay, I'm going to harp on this again. I've mentioned it many, many times. Mm-hmm. Aurora and Philip again escaping curses. Yeah, well, we still haven't seen we them. We still that's have for sure. no. I, they're not there. They yeah. unless they're hiding in a cabin in the woods, and she doesn't know her way around there to find a cabin in the woods. Or the charming Shanktum for giving them up. <laughs> nah, she wouldn't do that. <laughs> they wouldn't do that at all. But no, it's just it, it bothers me. This is like one of those sticking points. Regina would. Regina would totally, but. It's really bothering me, and I mm. want to know what's going on with them. I want to know. I want to know the story, well, and I don't know if we're getting it. Well, at this point, you know, with how much they were probably going to tie in that whole plot line to the Mulan plot line, and the fact that she's not <sighs> available, yes, pro- probably uh, has a lot to do with it. Yeah, but um, yeah. So Eric's cloak mm. when they you know, sprinkled their magic <laughs> juice yeah. uh, potion on it. Why did it go in the water? Well, I, I, I assumed it was using the underwater pathways between realms that mermaids use to go okay. to Eric on that island. Okay, that makes more sense because in my head I was like, why didn't it just like fly over mm. the water? See, that's what- I was expecting it over the water and when it went in there I was like, did Selena do something else to this? <laughs> See, that's one thing that actually got my spidey sense tingling when we watched it the first time was I, was that it went right into the water. And I was like, well, mermaids travel, you know, between realms through the water. Maybe it's just going to wherever he's actually right. at. Not yeah, going actually, to the, that bothered me. Yeah. Not going to the sea because he was from a maritime kingdom or whatever. Right. You know, well, that was Ursula on the little pendant, wasn't oh, it? Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So that, that that's fun. Yeah, that was. So I don't know that that bothered me. <laughs> Do you like my actual note? Shouldn't Eric's cloak fly off the island and not sink into the water? Or did Zelina add a little something? Or does it even matter? No, not really. Moving right along. Moving right along. <laughs> and uh, this is actually probably – I'd consider this almost the the main attraction of mm. the episode was uh, Regina uh, teaching uh, Emma how to use her magic. Or as I put it here, the Swan Queen training session. Uh, <laughs> really? <laughs> no, but they, they – I'm really loving their dynamic because they, they have like – they're they're not even like begrudgingly working together anymore. Really, right. they 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 have like a mutual respect and I, I don't want to say a love for each other, but I uh, a friendly like for each other. Uh, they're friends whether they want to admit it or not. They mm-hmm. actually care about each other. They care what happens to each other. They're in each other's lives for eternity. Yeah, I mean, even Regina was kind of prodding Emma, like, "Come on, get up, get get on that hook business. Come on." Yeah. <laughs> Everybody, everybody's just waiting for it. Yeah, just like I don't pine, no, but he does. <laughs> yeah, it. Um, I kind of enjoyed. I think you said this, but I'm going to take it anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, how she was like, you have so much potential. You're not living up to your potential, and I'm thinking to myself, you gonna turn a little green. You gonna turn a little green. Is that a sister thing? See, I don't think it was. It was a jealousy thing. It, like that's what I thought at first, but after she explained it, I think it's more just. I don't know. She just she, as she said in the episode, you know, she hates seeing people waste their potential, especially someone who could have been helpful, you know, 
a year before or two right. years before, like in Neverland, for example. If she'd have learned when she, she was could first have, taught. If she could have made, made a broken wood surfboard, air surfboard, hoverboard thing would in Neverland, right. they would have won the day like that. Pan yeah. would have never It wouldn't have been a whole half broke. season. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, She's like, man, I had to do all this work. And you just sat there with your powers. That, talking. But that's the thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't – I want to see where those powers go. No, I, because I, it seems like she has the nat. I mean, obviously, she has the natural born powers, just like Zelina. Mm-hmm. So, is Baby Snowflake gonna be like the good Regina? Is that possible? Like, how do you mean the good? I don't Regina? really know. I don't really know. Because Baby Snowflake will also be, you know, a product of pure love. Pure love, right? Like Emma is. Yes, I'm. I'm, I'm aware of that. So I, I'm just trying to uh, also the amount of spells that involve baby parts would disturb you. <laughs> yes, they most definitely would. Uh, they most definitely made would. me twitchy. You know, one thing I noticed, like right towards the end there, when Hook comes to the apartment mm-hmm. to be like, "Ariel, say goodbye. I don't want to kiss you." Um, but I do. But I do. But I do. <laughs> but I really do. I I kind of thought that Regina knew something was up. I'm sure she does. Because. You know, why pick that time to have Emma practice mirror magic? It seemed like they were done for the day, you know, getting drinking their Gatorade or Magicade or whatever they Magicade. use. <laughs> and, uh, you know, kind of prepping for, for you Dinner? know, or like resting, you know, waiting for people to get back or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I, she seemed to hit that really hard that she wanted to see what Hook was saying was true. If what Hook was saying was true. So I, I kind of thought she, she kind of suspected it. and She if, suspected something. Mm-hmm. She definitely suspected something. Yeah, and I, I, I kind of have a feeling that that might be at least a little clue as to how maybe this whole situation might resolve without Hook having to endanger the family by telling Emma right. what's going on. Um, <laughs> okay, we're not making tapas. We're making magic. I love that. <laughs> I, I mean, I saw it on the preview, but then she's like, it's elvish. Elves. <laughs> we haven't had elves yet. We've had munchkins. We've had dwarves. We've had no mention of elves. This is true. Now we have magical elves. So. So there's another small person. So we're going thing. to Middle Earth next season. <laughs> <laughs> no, Regina had a lot of good... Uh, one-liners in this episode. Right, and you know, and I almost feel bad using that one because the we're not making tapas, we're making magic was in the preview last week. You know what I say? Why not both? Why not use <laughs> Let's magic make to some make magical tapas. tapas. Yeah. I want a tapa. Yeah, now, would you use the magic to make the tapas? Or oh, the would tapas you infu- would be magic? Infuse the tapas <sighs> with magic. Depends on what kind of magic and who you're giving the tapas to. That's true. That's that true. Really that, maybe that's how they'll take down the Wicked Witch. <laughs> take a, be like Zelina. Give her, give her some extra moist tapas and Here that water will kill her. Tapas. Kill her from the inside. Special tapas. <laughs> um, well, the way we've got nuts. It's yours. No, but one thing I I wanted to mention here as I'm reading it. Uh, uh, Yeah, and this is really something I kind of addressed before, but I I kind of got the the big sense in this that the witch has everything planned out. She's playing her 12th dimensional chess or whatever. Yeah, really. But the, the one thing she can't control, the one piece on the board she can't control is Emma, which is why she kind of goes into this desperate plan to get Hook to kiss her. Yeah, that okay. At the end, it started to feel like it was a trap, just because she's like, "Say your love's name," and da da da. Like it, it was yeah. just over the top. 
And you're like, oh, not going to end well. Yeah, nope, it, nope. Oh. And, and if Hook hadn't been a so uh kind of guilt ridden over the whole it situation yeah he he would have seen right through it but uh how like i i kind of i'm kind of mixed on on the whole kisser to take away her powers and all that kind of thing because mm-hmm. on the surface it seems kind of like arbitrary and like they're kind of trying to drive the plot forward with the shipping stuff uh-huh. uh which is a little weird but uh, on the other hand they're driving I, the plot forward with the shipping stuff yeah oh. and, <laughs> and and they kind of they gave hook you know a classic impossible choice here mm. where he either has to uh kiss emma right I allowing the, the the baddest baddie around right now to win, mm. or he has to tell Emma what's going on with it, and everyone else will die, and everyone else will die. So, so it's kind of that impossible choice. Kind He's of not sa- kiss her save the person it. you love or save the people she save loves. The bridge, save the world. <laughs> um, no, but yeah. It's- yeah, so so I th- I thought that I, I so I was like fifty fifty on the. This the episode whole. left us with a lot of questions. Mm-hmm. I think that's what it was. Um, since we were all just sort of like me on yeah. it, I think it's because it really just laid out question after question after question. Mm-hmm. So there's that. Um, yeah, you know, it, I I just thought it was something that kind of maybe underlied you know any weaknesses I saw in it. Was the fact that they positioned Emma to start finally softening towards Hook. Yes. Like right yes, there at the absolutely. end. Absolutely. Right when he can't do a darn thing about it. Right. Like they wait until then. Of it, course they did. It was kind of like. That's what we call plot development. Yeah. Adding it, some dimension. It, I, I, and I can, I can see that, but it, it just seemed sudden to me. Especially with how. Well, I uh, mean, it's been a whole. what. Excuse me. Um, three days since Neil died. So oh yeah, so it's time. It's time to move on. It's time Emma. to move on, Emma. Who needs? Who needs? Yeah. She no. must have talked to Doctor Drew. Oh, I love Doctor <laughs> Drew. Leave him alone. Um, okay, so random. <clears throat> whose gold did they steal? I don't know. I don't know whose gold it was. Also, how many more <clears throat> of these random super rich kingdoms are out there? It, yeah, that, and I mean that kind of ties like, back into like I feel like we're running out of uh, right. There, we've met a lot of kings and queens mm. and kingdoms. They, that would almost go go a little more towards explaining Rapunzel from a few weeks back too, because her yes. her her crew seemed to be there and you know still settled in the enchanted forest and everything. So I I, yeah. I don't know, like uh, yeah, I there's a, a lot of there's Adam a lot of Eddie. Can I please get a fairy tale land map? I don't remember. Did Midas? Did we ever see Midas in Storybrook? Or yeah, Storybrook. Oh, because didn't King Midas turn to gold? No. Or did he, he turned people to gold? He turned. Thing is, yeah, he he turned. He anything he. We're touched going back to, to like gold. season one on me here. I don't. I know. I, mm. We need to rewatch. Yeah. Okay. We if we re-watch. the amount we could be a drinking game with how many times we say we need to rewatch this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like. <laughs> Well, I say we play that drinking game as we rewatch it. The summer, the summer. Yes, coming this summer. Coming this summer. Commentaries, finally, maybe. I actually, you know what? uh, With this new office setup, I think this would be way better for commentaries because you can actually see the monitor. I could just turn it a little bit more, and it would be good. Be good. Yep. Commentaries coming summer 2014. You heard it here. I thought you were going to say 2015. I was like, ooh, (laughs) just really put it out there. So, all right. So I guess I arbitrary scale that you wouldn't let me see. Yeah, it's about that time. You actually mentioned it.
it. I did. Okay. Well, that's because you typed it and moved it so I couldn't read it. Out of 1,067 possible spells involving baby parts. Oh, man. I knew it. I knew it when I said something about baby parts. (laughs) How many spells involving baby parts would you give this episode? What was the number again? I got distracted. 1,067. 1,067. No, 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 no. 984. Why? Because it was slow and it mm-hmm. left me with too many questions. And I really didn't like the charmings in this episode. Yeah. They made me go, ugh, See, just I have th- the baby. I thought it was cute. It was like grandma and grandpa trying to. Oh, they felt very. The kiddos. They feel very grandma and grandpa anymore. Yeah, yeah, that's kind of They what should I just about be it. giving him candy and buying him video games like a normal grandparent. Here, have some Werther's originals from the original curse. Don't judge. My grandpa always gave me Werther's. Mine too. Aww, grandpa. Hmm. Anyway. Anyway. So. Okay. So I guess it's my turn. Oh, got really sad all of a sudden. Sorry. <laughs> okay. Uh, let's see here. Okay. I think I'm going yeah, to. Yeah. How many? Give... How many baby parts are you giving this? Uh, how many spells involving baby parts? Whatever. I think I'm going to give it about 700. Ooh. Which is pretty low. It's really low. Especially for a hook-centric episode. I know. You're like king of the hook people. I know, You're, right? you're like the king hooker. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's king what they're hooker. called. They're I, called I, hookers. I know they're called hookers. I know they're called hookers. And I'm proud to be the king hooker. Thank you very much. I know, but I, I just thought it get kind of... Uh, it lacked in a couple important parts, like uh, you know the the aerial story. Well, fun I didn't think was super fitting to the character, mm-hmm. and it kind of uh, I don't know. I just thought there there was a better way they could have gone about getting that curse in place and mm-hmm. getting the information over. You know, maybe just adapt a little bit more to the aerial character. Although, I mean, I guess searching for Eric is a big part of it. Yeah. I, and I, I also uh, like I like I said I had had a really mixed reaction to how how the uh, spell with hook went down right there at the end. Yeah, but it's a breather. I'm not crazy upset about it or anything. It was a breather episode, kind of get you know some more pieces in place so we can ride out the rest of the season. It should be the rest of the season. It should be a yeah what four five episodes, five episodes. Like but it should be Chip Chap Chopper from here on out, I guarantee chip, it. Chip Chop Chopper? <laughs> yeah, you've never heard that expression before? No, I haven't. Ooh. Not even like three seconds ago when I met it? Well, yeah, it then. Up. Then I heard it. Okay, well, before uh, we move on to the news and listener feedback, uh, we'd like to thank Audible for sponsoring uh, this week's episode of Greetings from Storybrooke. If you didn't know, Audible is a great service. Uh, it's a membership service. You can also buy uh, individual, what they sell, audiobooks. 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 And the audiobooks are great because, you know, you can keep keep up with your reading without having to take a lot of time out of your day. You can accomplish, you can get a chapter in while you're on the treadmill. <laughs> when treadmill. You're, Sorry. When you're, when you're driving a car, when you're out riding your bike, when you're, you know, cleaning uh, the laundry room floor. I don't know why you would need to really, except for maybe sweeping it every couple weeks. But when you're, the, when you're there cleaning the laundry room floor, Audible's right there with you, providing with, with great audio entertainment. And uh, for you, the listeners of Greetings from Storybrooke, Audible's offering a free audiobook download with a free 30-day trial to give you the opportunity to check out their service. Uh, now, we always like to try and recommend an audiobook. I don't know why, I don't know why he's so funny tonight. 
so funny. But uh, yeah, we always like to recommend a couple audiobooks for you guys to check out if you uh, decide to go and sign up for the free trial. Amory, what's your pick this week? This week, I have chosen Blackbeard, the Pirate King. Arr, Arr. The Pirate King. Written by J. Patrick Lewis and narrated by John McDonough. Um, yeah, I mean, Blackbeard, let's get some background yeah. on that guy. What are you doing? Cutlass held high above his head, tangled beard shining back, black as the deepest night. Arr. The pirate king struck fear into the heart of any sailor fool enough to venture out onto the high seas. Except for Captain Oak. This daring buccaneer may have been born with his the name Edward Teach. Oh. But the swashbuckling terror would forever be known as Black Beard. 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 Black Beard. <laughs> no, but a fitting. I thought it was fitting. I like it. I like it. It's and a you, quick read. And, you know, you don't have to pirate it because we have this uh, <laughs> we have this free trial for you. And uh, we've recommended this one a couple of different times. I, actually, Including, these are both, you know, last week. These are both narrated by the same guy, I think, are John they, McDonough. Oh. That's funny. Uh, but we've recommended this one a couple times, but I'm actually rereading it right now. I just started... A night or two ago, mm-hmm. Wicked, The Life and Times of the Wicked Witch of the West by Gregory Maguire. Great book so far. I'm, I'm really enjoying getting back into it because I haven't read it since uh, back when Wicked, the musical, first came out on Broadway mm-hmm. and everything. I And it, it's really good. It's very uh, – I, I, I will say if you're younger, you don't like you know sexy stuff or whatever, it's very kind of sexual and uh, stuff like that. Sweet. But if, I'm confused. What do you mean? Never mind. Keep going. Oh no, but I was just saying. You know, they, there's a, there's a, there's a lot of that kind of adult content. So if you, if that stuff offends you, I I wouldn't recommend it. But otherwise, really, really good. Really, really funny in a lot of parts, and kind of gives you a more mature outlook on the uh, land of Oz and everything that goes on there. Right. And I, I will say too that my book, uh, Dog Boy Danger on Liberty Pier, is also available on Audible. And uh, we, we've been doing a thing the past couple of weeks where if you sign up for the three free trial, mm. you get your free book through the free trial. You send us a screenshot or something. Obviously, all your personal details Fuzzed edited out. out. Unless you uh, want to buy things. No nope, kidding. <laughs> you know, letting us know that you signed up for the free trial. I'll go ahead and send you a free promo code for uh, the Dog Boy Danger on Liberty Pier too. Uh, so, I, and you can send that to greetings from storybrook at gmail.com. I like it. Uh, but, you know, as always, we want to thank Audible uh, very, very much for sponsoring yes, this thank week's you episode so much, of Audible. Greetings from Storybrook. And you can, you can uh, download your free audiobook by going to audibletrial.com slash storybrook. Again, that's audibletrial.com slash storybrook for your free audiobook. And Amory's mocking me. So now it's On time for the, the news. News. Okay, first up, the ratings. Okay, do you want the good news first or the bad news first? So the good news is the promo. There is no good. The good past. news is there is there there is no good news. No, it was kind of really bad. <laughs> yeah, they tied uh, with the series low for one point nine. Although I did hear, I think through Adam's Twitter, I think today, it updated. Yeah, it, it it went up to two point oh. Which is so it not didn't quite, a lot. It didn't quite tie for the series low, but it was pretty close. Uh, it's down twenty one percent. I think. Honestly, and don't take this the wrong way, it's because it was a hook episode. You think that? I know of at least one person on the Facebooks who Mm -hmm. was like, no, not a hook episode. Like you think people dislike hooks so much? Yes. And not because of any sort of shipping wars, but Mm -hmm. I think they just don't. I think they find the character blah. Mm -hmm. I could ask him, the Reverend Doctor. Oh, okay. 
I'm going to ask him. Definitely ask him. Uh, but, uh, you know, it, it was up against, I, you know, I, I'm not much for reality television, but it was up against the Amazing Race, too, I hear. That's pretty I popular. I thing. Mm-hmm. So, and I don't know if it usually is, but I'm just trying to justify it so we don't feel too bad about it. But we'll pick up next week. Yeah, but it dropped. It, it was a 21% drop from last week, Oof. which is pretty insane. It's That's pretty bad, yeah. Yeah. Okay, now we have a couple of uh, – in Amory, you want to draw your attention over to the monitor here because uh, you can finally see the trailers now or the promos. Oh, seeing as how I watched them earlier. Yeah. We have we have two promos here. Uh, one was aired, you know, on ABC right after the episode was over, like always. The other one was aired on Cana- Canadian television. Oh, the Canadians. Yeah, and, that was not Canadian. And it almost know. feels like it's for a completely different episode. It always so, feels like it's for a different, completely different. Yeah, we are going to have uh, links to these uh, greetings from Storybrook dot com in the show notes, by the way. But uh, we get uh, the witch coming to get Emma or uh, Regina's heart. We get a flash of young Cora, and then they hold a seance trying to call Cora up. I kind of wonder if this might be a sort of episode where we might get some cameos from from some dead characters. I think we are, but I think we're getting the young version in flashbacks. You, yeah, oh yeah, yeah. The the young version. Well, is there she is. Supposed to be in flashbacks, yeah. Because I I think it's gonna kind of focus on her. Had the the having of the baby. The having of the baby. Maybe we'll get to find out who Daddy is. I would hope so. You know, considering they'll they'll be you know dealing with that time period. But then the Canadian trailer, it, it has a completely different focus. Almost, uh, we do get to see the witch again coming to take Regina's heart. Uh, but it re- it's really more of a focus on uh, Rumple. And uh, Belle. Mm-hmm. And it, it kind of feels like Belle's going to have more to do next week, too, which is, is good because she always feels – she's felt very tacked on this season in general. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I'm just kicking I'm just around the shop. things. Well, if you um, happen to stop over at our Facebook today, I posted a picture that I came across my timeline because even people I barely know post things. And I'm like, <laughs> ooh. Let me share that. Where on scrolling, scrolling, scrolling. I don't want to misquote it. Computer doesn't want to scroll. But it said something. It was Zelina when she was like, "Oh, aren't you Mrs. Gold?" Mm-hmm. And but it's you know it's Mimi. Uh, Belle's like, "I wouldn't be if people would stop cursing each other for an episode." <laughs> Although I was thinking about it when I was rewatching it uh, this episode today. Uh-huh. How much would have the entire like cast of heroes killed to have that kind of access to Gold Shop like the first couple oh, seasons? And now they can just like come and go as they please, pick through everything. Not a big deal. No, nope, not a thing. Yeah. And honestly, when you said that, I was thinking heroes, heroes. <laughs> and I was like, what? Oh, also, I thought it was interesting that they kind of mentioned, and this is going back to this week's episode. Isn't but, that what we usually do it around now? Yeah. Uh, but I, I thought it was interesting that they kind of implied that Bell was uh, kind of Bored. Look, well, looking into more of uh, building up her arcane skills, you know, her magical skills, you know, doing like location spells and trying to figure out a way to bring Rumple back from. I'm sure that's what she's trying to do. Yeah, but, but she's I. She's reading. I, I just thought it would be cool, you know, and that might lead into my whole dream of having the Avengers of Disney Princesses on oh, the show please, sometime. Oh, please, Avengers of Disney Princesses. And, and Belle's just like, ah, living book pages to wrap you up or something, you know. You know how magic is. You can do just about anything. And a lot if you'd have seen his face when he just characters. did this crazy page thing and trying to wrap me up. See, maybe we should put a curtain here because no. 
I, I, I think being able to look me in the eye is throwing you on. It really is. I feel like you're like staring into my soul and I'm not a big fan. Well, you know what? I guess we'll just stare at our screens for the next 20 minutes while we, we read our listener feedback. Now, as always, you can uh, run to your computer right after the episode's over. You don't have to run, run quite as fast because our new record night's on Tuesday. Uh, but and email us, greetingsfromstorybrook at gmail.com. The Twitter is at GFStoryBrook. Facebook is facebook.com slash greetingsfromstorybrook. Always a lot of conversation over there. Uh, nine times out of ten, if you're looking for us, that's where we are. Mm-hmm. And a uh, voicemail number, which we always love to get, is 424-274-2352. Again, that's 424-274-2352. Uh, now, I, I just wanted to mention... Also, and this will be in the show notes, and if you go to the website, it'll be there, greetingsfromstorybrook.com. Uh, we, we've, uh, last week, we posted a lot of the feedback we weren't able to get to mm-hmm. up, on this, up on the site in, in its own post. And uh, it, it worked out so well, and it, I, I always feel bad about cutting people's right. letters and stuff, especially when they're, they're people who write in every week and we hear from every week, and they're kind of you know online friends of ours and stuff. Mm-hmm. I, it, but I always hate cutting them. So I think what we're going to do from now on, anything we can't include in the episode, we're going to spin off into its own blog post. Mm-hmm. So I definitely want to, uh, you to go over there. Go and, read. Yeah, go to the site and check out the letters that didn't make the cut. Unfortunately, a lot of the people I cut this week were people who participated in our hangout over the weekend. But that's just but hey, they got lots of exposure just two days ago. Yeah, so. exactly. But uh, you know, if, if you want to read their collected thoughts, <laughs> hit up the blog. Uh, but let's see here. Speaking of people who were in, we always play voicemail, so I had to include this one. Bobby from Bradington, who was a uh, who was on one of our or was on our hangout this weekend, uh, sent in a voicemail so take it away bobby greenies bill and amory bobby from Rainton here there were so many things to like about this week's episode i had to watch it several times just to pick up on all the references but hearing throwaway lines like let's get marco to build the crib just made me long for side characters that we haven't seen in quite some time hearing ariel reference eric's maritime experience made me feel like the realms or kingdoms are a bit more connected than i had previously thought speaking of realms hearing regina about the word elvish brought up mixed feelings It leads one to believe that there is probably a high fantasy Middle-earth type realm. But unfortunately, as with Jefferson's doors in the first season, it will most likely go no further than that. It's good to see Emma finally embrace her powers. I'm anxious to see just what she'll be able to do once she actually puts her mind to it. And I just started teaching my son to drive as well. So when I saw Henry get behind the wheel of David's truck, I laughed out loud because I knew exactly what was coming. First-hand experience. (laughs) And, uh... Blackbird, however, was a bit of a disappointment. It seems the show has a penchant for introducing interesting characters, only to toss them away moments later. While the cursed kiss was a bit of a nice touch, I did not like the April or Ariel Zelina twist at the end. It just came out of nowhere. I'm all for surprises, but it just felt unearned. Still not quite clear on how Hook is the only one not affected by the curse. My theory? Belle and Lumiere probably figured out what Zelina was up to, got the message and the potion to Hook, and then he left to find Emma before Zelina could enact the curse. It's a shame. This probably would have been one of my favorite episodes, if not for what I felt was a poor ending. So 
also, I give it 15 of 19 mowed down mailboxes. Thank you very much. Thank you, Bobby. And yet, yeah, I kind of, I, I, this episode got me thinking about the realms and how they're mm-hmm. kind of lay out and how the curse uh, affects the them too. Yeah. For sure. And, and, you know, mostly agreed on all points. Yep. Uh, spot on, Bobby, as usual. <laughs> uh, thank you very much for calling in. And uh, next we'll uh, hit, hit up uh, Wu for uh, comments. And. <laughs> And uh, reactions to the episode. Comments, reactions, goodness. Take it away, Woo. Hey, AMD, hey, Meeks. I really enjoyed this week's episode. It was one of the best episodes of Season 3. You guys probably covered the killing storyline in the majority of the episode. One of the things I wanted to mention was Snow and Charming. They were at their comedic best in this episode. Or I loved when Charming was teaching Henry how to drive the truck. Or I loved Snow's reaction when Henry bashed into the mailbox. And I loved Snow and Charming's reaction at the beginning in the apartment when Emma tells them that Henry finds them boring. One of the things I don't think I've ever revealed on the show is one of the reasons why I watch Once Upon a Time is Snow slash Jennifer Goodwin reminds me of my late mother who died when I was 17. I really didn't know my mother that well. So watching Once Upon a Time, it's it's like mom time to me. That's how I view it. And when Snow was sitting in the apartment, the outfit she was wearing, she reminded me a lot of my late mother. I get this episode six out of eight blue mailboxes. Talk to you guys next week. Have a good show. Bye-bye. I'm giving you the biggest virtual hug right now. I'm tearing up. <laughs> it, that's, it, that's so sweet, Will. <laughs> so sweet. Okay. A, and, uh, a, you know, it's, a, it's great that, you know, you can kind of, uh, you know, watch the show and be reminded. Have of that mom. kind of a good yeah. connection. Yeah, and I totally agree on the Charmings, by the way. <laughs> Trying to give I am a minute here. Sorry. Uh, he got me. I, uh, I I hold. I won't all- lie. We're coming up on the fifth anniversary of my mom's passing, so mm-hmm. you know I'm a little more sensitive to things like that right now. Yeah. Anyway, anyway, comedy. Well, in, a, in, in me personally, I just killed the part of myself that feels long ago. <laughs> yes, you did. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Okay, okay so um, I guess you you want me to take this one from Fee, or are you good? I can, I'm good. I can read Fee. Yeah, Fee. This, this was a comment Fee left on our our uh, blog oh, last oh, week. Oh, I remember that. Yeah, but yeah. I, I thought it was I thought it was relevant and worth at least addressing. Yeah. Oh yeah. Okay, this one's from Fee. I can't help it. You did it that one time, and now it's stuck. Uh, all right. <clears throat> it bugs me that they've attempted to whitewash Hook so much that even people who watch the show intently have forgotten what his and Bay's actual history involved. Yes, they were happy bonding, sailing, and navigation lessons, but there was also Hook lying to Bay to wait to get info about how to kill his dad, and then selling him out to Pan, handing him right over to the Lost Boys. They have an emotionally complex history, good and bad, but the bad stuff Hook did has been swept under the rug. At Comic-Con, before Season 3 started, Colin and MRJ said in their interviews that they were really looking forward to finally working together because their characters have a tricky history and we didn't end up getting any of it. They could have had Hook apologize for having sold him out in the scene at the hospital in the previous episode, which would which would show that he's grown enough to accept responsibility for it and that it um that in turn would indicate that he's trying to help Henry as a means of making up for how he screwed over his father. Well, I think that's kind of the subtext. Yeah, a little bit. Um, it would have allowed for some emotional depth and progress for Hook, which I really would have enjoyed seeing. But instead, they want us to believe that Hook and Bay were always buddies. <clears throat> so, aw, isn't that sweet that he's now looking after Henry too? Which, no. 
uh, not singling out this podcast with my little rant, by the way. I'm seeing the same thing everywhere of people just buying the whitewashing of Hook and thinking that he's an acceptable babysitter or stepfather material. Um, when the last time he babysat the kid, the kid ended up in the hands of a bloody demon. And that hasn't been addressed in the show at all since it happened. Well, I, I, you know, I, I, and I definitely thought this was uh, a good enough point to, mm-hmm, you, you mm-hmm, know, mm-hmm. bring to light and everything. I, but I, I kind of, I, I might have to go back and rewatch the episode, but I almost remember the reason Hook gave up Bay was because Bay wasn't having anything to do with Hook. Like yeah. Hook was trying to be. His, I think once. Uh, Bay found out that Hook was the guy who took Milo away. Mm-hmm. I think that kind of changed the dynamic between them. Right. Uh, plus, he found out that you know Hook was trying to kill his dad too. That probably yeah, didn't help a matters. Bit, no, no. I, not to excuse it or anything, but there's also, I mean, there there is history on that island of Neverland that we still don't really know about too much. Yeah, we too. knew nothing. But uh, you know, a, a completely valid point, mm-hmm. and. Uh, you know, well, I don't find giving Bay to Peter Pan morally reprehensible because we wouldn't have got the whole Neverland story arc if it hadn't happened. Okay. I can understand your point. <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. <clears throat> All right. Hey, and Marie and Bill. This is from Laura, by the way. I was going to get there. The name's at the end. Um, no, I usually put them atop and I, I forgot know. a couple times. Um, I hope you were doing well and that you had a great time watching once tonight. Um, yes, we did. we did. Thank you. Um, now, how great were the Charmings tonight? I love when we <laughs> when there are some lighter moments on the show. I was also so excited to see Ariel and Smee back. I wish they could stick around, but we all know that's not going to happen. Sad face. Uh, poor Eric. He still did not have a line in this episode no. did we even hear his voice before a little bit not yeah much. I, th- I think no. he said a few he had a couple lines, lines. It was, yeah it was weak um and hook my poor killy he was so sad tonight i just wanted to give him a hug sad face um i think colin o'donnell o'donnell O'Donoghue? i don't really i can't pronounce my own o'donoghue uh, <laughs> we're horrible. Um, did a really good job tonight. Um, what do you guys think will happen with Emma and Marie? Are you coming to the Dark Force yet after tonight's episode? Never. Um, could you see Emma and Hook together? Unfortunately, yes. Um, <laughs> that's it. I'm done for today. Have a nice week. You too. Smiley face, Laura. I will no. never come over to the dark side. Mm-hmm. Now, I, I have a feeling what they're going to end up doing with Emma is they're going to set her up more and more and more to be the only person who can defeat the Wicked Witch. And she's going to try and she's going to fail. And that's going to set up season four. That's my theory. Because every season finale up to this point, she's- Emma's won to some degree. Oh. I think they're going to make her lose bad and that's going to be the main conflict of season four just a hunch well that's going to make people not just a hunch but here i'll read this next one from aaron Uh, hi guys i love the podcast and some of the stuff you've been mentioning lately and some of the stuff that has happened in the recent episode uh, jolly roger has me thinking we know that the good witch has been cast already but i have been thinking about how there has been has to be another wicked witch and another good witch I also think that they could be Emma and Regina. I believe that the whole reason Zelina's, uh, Zelina cursed Hook's kiss is because she needs to collect all of the other witches' magic in order to do her whole time travel curse thing. Which oh. would be very much like the Wonderland thing, having to gather the, the three genies. genies. The three witches? <clears throat> yeah, Regina carries a lot of hate in her heart. But at the same time, Emma carries a lot of love, even if she doesn't always realize it. They both fuel their mia- ma- magic. Meow. Magic using all these things. Meow, meow. It is completely possible that they could be other witches. 
Though if that is in fact the case, Regina should look out for flying cats. Or houses, rather. <laughs> meow. Meow. Again, I love the podcast and I can't wait for the next episode. So thank you for reading, Aaron. Thank you, Aaron. Sorry for all the cat sound effects. Meow. Which <gasps> I was thinking about it. What? I'm learning things. Go ahead. And then I'll... Okay. But I, I was thinking about it today. You know who I think could totally be the Black Fairy? Now, you're going to think this is me just obsessing on an idea I had last season, but it's not. Share with the group. Johanna. Johanna is the Black Fairy. That's why the Wicked Witch knows her. Because she had to do some sort of weird deal with Johanna the Black Fairy in order to bring everyone back. Uh, I got nothing. Okay, what's your I can't fight with you. Okay, so I was looking up the Good Witch because I didn't remember that casting bit of info. Her Mm -hmm. name is Sunny Mabry. Um, points of interest. She was in Nookie by Limp Biscuit, so that's entertaining to me. Mm-hmm. Um, she... We won't repeat, repeat those lyrics here, no. nor that melody. No. Doing it in my head. Don't do it on the, don't do it on the show. Don't do it on the show. Mabry married actor Ethan Embry. Hmm. She had an in for that casting call. Oh, sorry we killed your husband off. Sorry Let's we killed your husband. On. We're going to bring you on as the good... <laughs> you're going to be a good guy, and he was a bad guy. Nice. So that was really that was really all I've That's got. That's the breaking news. That was that was my breaking news. Okay, Chris Tifton. What? Um, she really doesn't do too much. Okay, too Chris, I'm Sorry. pushing forward. Okay, pushing forward. Chris, Chris Tifton. Tifton, I got you. Well, this was a slower episode, but sometimes, <laughs> but sometimes you need those in between all the other action-packed ones. The uncharmings trying to be not boring for Henry was adorable. I think you're. I am the only one who thought you're it the lone wolf. Now you know how I felt uh, with everything with else. my reaction for uh, Captain America: The Winter Soldier because <laughs> I was like the only person in the world who hated the movie, and so you're losing us listeners by doing that. No, I'm not. No, no I, I, I still love all, our, all of our listeners, obviously. Mm. I, maybe you're losing them for us by not liking the Uncharmings. I, and, and seeing Regina happy was amazing. Uh, the, the reveal of Ariel being Zelina was kind of predictable, but a cool twist. She's so horrible. She's so horrible. That's what Chris sounds like to him, sure. That's horrible. It, huh? Yeah, huh? That, that's horrible. The yeah. horrors. Uh, it's nice to be able to see Hook trying to be such a good man. But just one thing. Hook was unconscious when Emma blocked Cora from taking her heart. Her heart. Ha ha ha. Writing continuity error. And all I have to say is frozen yogurt, everyone. Ha ha. Uh, 69 million out of 90 million enemy ba- battle plans. Okay. Uh, now you people are getting a little crazy here. <laughs> Getting yeah, I, that, that might be that might be our first uh, eight-digit arbitrary scale. There, it might be. Doesn't mean That's we won't have one next week. All Congratulations, right. Chris. <laughs> All right, next is from Holly from Wisconsin. Hey, Bill and Anne Marie. This was a decent episode. Love that we got more backstory on Hook and his missing year. Love the scenes with Emma and Charming trying to put together the crib for the new baby. <laughs> um, I can say that that is exactly what it's like putting together a crib if you haven't. You're like, oh, mm-hmm. this piece, this piece, this piece, and use this thing that's not included. Yeah. Annoying. Uh, all the scenes with Henry were good. Loved the driving scene and Snow kind of sensing from the get-go that it wasn't going to turn out well at all. <laughs> the reactions for both Regina and Emma were priceless when Charming, Henry, and Snow were explaining it. And then all chorusing, cor- uh, no, um, when Henry asked if they could drive to Granny's. 
or if he could drive them to Granny's. Uh, Zelina is getting more and more wicked. Um, I did not see her disguising herself as Ariel at all. So we're about split on that. Yeah. Um, some people saw it coming. Some man, she cora'd us. Um, <laughs> <laughs> can't trust anyone now for fear that they will be Zelina in disguise. Love the bell. Got more to do in this episode. Saw the previews for next week's episode and can't wait. Well, I'll wrap it up here. Looking forward to hearing everyone's thoughts on the episode. Yeah, uh, thank you very much, Holly. And yeah, I definitely think uh, Rum Bell fans are going to have a good episode next week. I hope so. Which is good because that means Rumpel's going to be in it a lot right. more. Which he he's barely been in at all this season. I like, know. really? Is he doing something else? I don't know. They're th- not writing him off the show, are they? Oh, they wouldn't do that. The, this show is like seventy percent Rumpelstiltskin. Honestly. Not this season. <laughs> yeah, not this season so much. He's or not uh, this storyline. He's right. either wandering around in the woods or he's under the Wicked Witch's control. Uh, but if if you guys disagree with everything I just said, I want you to go to your computer and uh, shoot us an email at greetingsfromstorybrook at gmail.com. You can tweet us at gfstorybrook. Facebook is facebook.com slash greetingsfromstorybrook. And the voicemail number is 424-274-2352. Again, that's 424-274-2352. I know, Emery, where can people find you online? You can find me on the Twitters at Simone and hanging <coughs> out on my blog, Crunchy Crafty and Highly Caffeinated.wordpress.com. Excellent, excellent. And uh, as for me, I am at Bill Meeks on Twitter. Uh, Google Plus is google.com slash plus Bill Meeks. And you can find all sorts of fun writey stuff I do uh, involving... Writey stuff you do? Yes, writey stuff I do. Because right now everybody wants to hear your writey stuff. I I do the writey stuff, so I have have a good, uh, whatchamacallit, you know, the bank of words that you have in your head. I have one of those that's really good. Uh, (laughs) Dogboyadventures.com. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, I guess that's a, that, that, that's that a, is most definitely it. Yep. That's a good way to end it, right? Yep. Okay. We're going to wrap this okay. puppy up. From, from the new studio configuration, which hopefully <laughs> next week we'll be a little more used to. Until next week. Greetings from Storybrooke. I almost said Wonderland. Well, Wonderland's case. I know. <laughs>